Probably should eat one of my Granny Smiths. It gets rid of the mouth sounds. <laughs> you could just do one of your vocal exercises. Oh, okay. I slid a sheet of sheet. I slid upon a slid a sheet. I said, Hi. It, it is the Frank and Friends show. <laughs> Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. <laughs> and, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for watching, liking, sharing, subscribing to our show. Smashing that button. Telling everyone about it. Um, we appreciate that, trying to grow our YouTube subscriber base. You can also listen on all of the audio apps. And uh, you can buy fabulous merchandise. On our website at like, frankandfriendshow.com backslash store. I'm going to try to just show you this. this instant. towel that here's Frank is struggling with. Here's, um, here's the Frank. There's the Frank. Where's the friend? Come on. I've got gotcha. you. Come, good grief. There's the, the friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> here's the mountains. <laughs> They're looks, all there. It looks like that. Sign behind me is what yeah, it looks like. Yeah, uh, towel. Yeah. You get mugs and cell phone cases, tank tops, flowy women's tops, apparently. <laughs> we, we should get you one of those. Uh, we you should. Could, you can yeah, model it I for us. It. All right, right. I'll make a note. Okay. Somebody sent me things. some Amazon money for my birthday. Yeah. Um, oh, today would have been my father's birthday. Oh, and nice. uh, my friend, I've got two Nancy friends I've told you about. One yeah. is next door neighbor Nancy, and another is my New York Nancy. Right. Well, and today, New York Nancy signed up to have a memorial mass said for my dad's birthday. That's so nice. At the church we used to attend in New York. So he would have been 90 today if he hadn't died at 50. So <laughs> Are they going to live stream it? I think so, yeah, so on Facebook. Can, yeah. You can at least take a selfie of yourself watching it on the live stream. I mean, you won't be able to get like a... You know, do I even grab. do I even try to show you? <laughs> do I dare show you? Oh no! Do I? Do I? I don't know. Well, See, there be, well I've there got be a, a lot of these. Um, what I did was after uh, Artie's first Holy Communion mm-hmm. Mass, yeah. I went on the on the live stream of course. to uh, do screenshots of Artie receiving his first communion from the camera up in the choir loft. So it's not very great pictures but no but that's good i know what they are well and they're of arty rockets so. and there's the whole class there at nice. the end see so oh that's good so i technically got screen grabs of somebody else that's good from that's a, an improvement, uh, a church you know? a live stream so yeah i can certainly make a few at that anyway also uh uh tonight on east tennessee pbs we're not on yet but i'm on with the show uh, up close with Frank Murphy, it's the what is tonight's? It's not really Tuesday night. It's kind of like Tuesday night, right? It's Wednesday morning, midnight. midnight. Yeah, and uh, it'll be uh, Frank interviews Leanne Morgan, a nationally known comedian who got her start at home in Knoxville. That's exciting. Her videos on Dry Bar Comedy have more than fifty million views, and she's on her first national headlining tour. It's called the Big Panty Tour. Great. Maybe I can so. stay up after rehearsal this year and actually watch that one. Oh, you probably could. I probably could. If yeah. I, no, we'll see if I remember to. Well, I'll send you a note. Yeah, okay. But also, <laughs> well, what the, now a year ago, you were the guest. I was. The first guest on that show when it started running a year ago on, in May. It was almost, exa- yeah, I guess exactly yeah. a year. Yeah. And um, I was in rehearsal and I stayed up and I forgot to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but since then, they've put the shows on the Passport so you can watch them online. Yeah, they're great. So, especially yeah. her episode. She's very yeah. good. She twirls her shoe the whole time. Yeah, look for the shoe twirling. It's one of my talents. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my family all watched it. Yes. Yes, they were all okay. very excited. So, my brother was like, oh, I see you like being interviewed on PBS. I see. <laughs> well, because you shared it on Facebook. 
I shared it on Facebook, but I also sent like an email to my family members. I appreciate so. it. I know sometimes. Now yeah. you were said you were going to share our Frank and Friends episodes on Facebook, but I'm having trouble with Facebook. I went to try to do that this morning, and it's not. Yeah, I, I saw it. it. You showed me. It was like a dead. Yeah, it was like just a blank screen of sorry, we can't do that. Yeah, I think it's it must be tied because I got my Facebook account was hacked. <sighs> How does it get hacked? You know, I don't know. I think somebody clearly stole my passwords, which means yeah. I probably should like change other passwords. Oh yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which I just now realized, so that's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did end up changing the password on Facebook, um, but within three minutes of them hacking me, they spent five hundred dollars. Well, okay. I, now I have the two-factor notification turned on. So I frequently get emails from Facebook saying, here is your authorization code to change your password. Oh, and I just nice. ignore those right. because I know that someone has is trying to do that. Has gone on. Yeah. My email address is not that hard to figure out. You know, it's frank at frankmurphy.com. Right. So you go on there and they try to change the password immediately and I get notified mm. and then they can't change it because... Uh, they don't have the code to right. change the password. Right. So that's the end of the hack at that yeah. point. But that happens quite a lot. So, but you had, you also obviously got notified. You said they Facebook contacted you. They sent me an email after saying these that, guys were in already? Yeah, they sent oh. me an email saying, like, did you add this email address? <sighs> and it was like a completely different email. It was like Catherine.marvel.something, oh. something, you know, and I was like, no, that's not my email. Um, so they even made up an email address that yeah. looked like it could be yeah. yours? Yeah. Oh, and this so is I went, high, high level hacking. Yeah. So I went in and I had to delete that email address and then like sign up with a new passport or password. And, and then I was trying to figure out, like, at first I thought it was like Marvel City Opera's account that was, was hacked because when I saw that they had been yeah. charged, I was like, well, I'm running an ad. Like, is that where they got the credit card? But I guess because I had put on i didn't even know why my credit card was on there so i called bank of america and i'm talking to them on the phone they're like oh you must have facebook pay and i'm like what's facebook pay and apparently facebook pay is basically like paypal except way less secure and i mean because oh. i guess now you have the ability to buy things on facebook yes yes um and then that they call it marketplace or something marketplace like that. or something like yeah. that which i've never purchased anything on it but i have made donations to organizations through the uh, you know the donation thing, and so, so that's why my credit card number was card on number. there, mm. and so that's what they used. So you have to change yeah. the card number, or no? They they it, put a stop payment on anything going from Facebook. They, so pay. these guys didn't even need your credit card number no. to send themselves money because they're just like, oh, Facebook money, woohoo! Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's bad. Yeah. Oh, that's really bad. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to strongly suggest that everyone turn on two factor notification. I mean, it's, nothing's perfect. I'm not saying I'll never get hacked, but I have it on my all my Google accounts. So anytime, and I used to do this, you know, when I would like be at work and use a work computer, and I wanted to log into my personal stuff, I would couldn't log in until I got the text with the code. Right. And I did that on purpose. And it's, yes, it's an extra step, and yes, it's a hassle. But but I felt confident first. that no one else is logging in to my Google Gmail, YouTube's, any yeah. of those accounts that are all under the same. Uh, umbrella, because uh, I have to get a password yeah. in order to log now in. Now that I think about it, I think I do need I do need to change everything. I think I opened up an email that was bad. And, that could do it. You know, and then... Yeah. Well, yeah, and some of those phishing emails, all they're looking for is a live account. You know, they know that right. all, all, all you have to do is open it, 
and that says, okay, well, this person's real. This email address is legit. Let's uh, Trying, yeah. drill down on this one. And this is not even people sitting there. It's probably bots that probably. that sift out. They probably send that to, let's say, a million people. Right. And if half a million of you react to it, then those are the yeah. ones that get the next step. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that sucks. Crazy. That's terrible. Yeah. But you didn't lose times. any money. They put a stop payment. They put a stop payment on it, and they're refunding me, and they're doing all the research. How much was it? You know, $500. What did they try to buy? They, it was two different purchases, and it was, I have no idea. It was like some sort of like... Stars, something or other. I guess they're. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. I guess they're just trying to buy something, right? If they can buy, you know, they it was might. probably for themselves in some way. Well, a lot of times, um, those type of criminals will buy gift cards that was, they can then something like that. You know, go and and because that it's basically you're trying to launder the money. You know, trying to right. distance yourself from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. One time, uh, Jerry's card was compromised, but it was in person. She'd used it, the debit card, uh, at the. At the old pilot station on Middlebrook Pike, which of course isn't there anymore, uh, and then we started getting charges. Wow! Somehow somebody um, got glommed onto her account. And I think she bought That's something crazy. at the paid at the pump and bought something in the store. So we don't know exactly what happened. Right. Wow. If they had a, like a cart skimmer. Right. That's different than what you had, but yeah. everybody's out to steal your money. Is what I'm trying to say. I don't have much to steal, so please don't. <laughs> 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 well, uh, so you've been working hard um, learning the lines for the Copper Queen, and we talked about that a bit in the last episode, and, and I think we'll mention it every episode because we want you to consider going to see it at the um, Flying Anvil Theater on June 2, 3, and 4. That's right. You get your tickets through Catherine. At marblecityopera.com backslash tickets. And that's a secure website. It is, yes. And it's always locked down. It's on lockdown. You don't, Absolutely. Pay, don't use Facebook pay. You use regular. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but I've been practicing, you know, and one of the, a funny thing that happened the other day was that, you know, now I'm at the point where it's all memorized. But, you know, you still have to warm up before you go to rehearsal. You're saying, like, I would know. Like, I've ever memorized a show in my life. I've never, I, that's my fear. It's one of my fears is memorization. Oh, okay. Well, when it's to music, it's easier. You, you remember a lot of songs. You know all the words to them. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. You're right, but that's what singers do. I'm always amazed yeah. that at you. I mean, I see my wife do it. I see how hard she works at it. Yeah. Studying, um, especially in the foreign language. Especially in foreign language. I mean, really, yeah. it's not the words so much as like all the notes and the rhythms and like yeah. how they fit together. But yeah. we've been practicing with a track, a MIDI, a MIDI file track. And at the point where I can like walk around the house and, you know, do the okay. laundry and take out the trash and do the dishes and clean while up you're while I'm singing this horrific. Terrific, violent uh, <laughs> well, yeah. attack on a, on a poor exactly. woman. Exactly, yes. There's a lot of stuff that's nice in that too. But, oh, okay. um, but so, you said that you really like the music as oh, much as, I love it. as Puccini, which is yeah. startling to me. I can't imagine liking it as much as Puccini. I'm obsessed with it. All right, I'll, I'll, I'm coming to see it. The whole cast is, like, we all love it. I'm bringing um, Sarah Roberto as my date. So that's those so of you exciting. know, she filled in for Catherine. Yeah. Uh, she's avail- Jerry's not available that night, so I... Have an extra. I already bought two tickets. Yeah, so come and you know see Frank and Sarah. Meet Sarah, one of the Frank and friends. 
And I'll, actually, I mean, I'm really excited about the the talk back that's going to happen right before oh, the production with the wine and the cheese. That's also free, and you can come find out from the director what the show is about. But anyway, so um, but you're going to clean up after that too. <laughs> you can sing your songs. Uh, maybe I'll get some board member to clean up after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look over there. Something, something else. Um, I'll put that on my list. It's all right. So you're practicing, so the, practicing the copper queen. And folding laundry or putting, you know, the blankets all together and everything. And James walks behind me and I hear him giggle. And I'm like, why is he laughing? And I turn around and he he mouths to me that he's going to go on a walk. He doesn't want to interrupt me, but yeah, he wants I'm, to let I'm, me know. He's like, so I'm, I can understand like, that. I would be ter- terrified to interrupt my wife's rehearsals. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. and I was like, okay, and I just kept singing. Like, I didn't miss a beat, and yeah. I was just like, waved and continued to sing. So when I got done practicing, I uh, went and found him, and I was like, why were you laughing at me earlier? And he says, when you were singing? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, you know, just what kind of caught me off guard that you're like, you know, walking around, cleaning up, and folding laundry, <laughs> singing opera. It just seemed like you're like a little old Italian woman. <laughs> It's very Italian of you, you know. Well, in the last episode, we learned that uh, James can't put his own plates away. So. Exactly. So I have a lot to do when I'm practicing. <laughs> oh, look, here's his wedding ring again. Yeah, exactly. Here's a dirty yeah, plate. Exactly. You know, a lot to do. <laughs> well, uh, I got a, you know, maybe an old Italian sing, opera singing lady would make some kind of traditional um, Italian dessert. Well, no, actually, so I should try next time. Oh, you could make pasta. Yeah. I would, I, I. Hmm. Jerry doesn't eat pasta, but I, I I miss it sometimes. I bet I could cook pasta while singing opera. All right, well, all right. Okay, I'll, I'll that could be an episode. <laughs> well, my uh, next door neighbor Nancy, and I've told you I've got multiple Nancys. I got New York yeah. Nancy, who and is Nancy, and uh, who's is in Bronxville. Mm-hmm. That's funny because Nancy lives in New York. Nancy lives in Bronxville. Knoxville. Nancy lives in Knoxville, which is similar, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but she made um, an. Italian Easter dessert. Okay. And uh, she didn't make it at Easter time. She just made it last week because her son, her family was visiting. She said, we waited to make this. And normally you would make it, she said, on, on the Thursday before right. Easter because it mm-hmm. takes th- three days to uh, and to cook or to be to prepare. Sorry. I'm oh. making a mess with my water. You have a drinking problem is what we call that. Um <laughs> So she normally you'd start this process, this dessert bread on a Thursday, and it rests, it cooked, it whatever it does, it's ready Sunday. Right. It's like a th- it's part of a part of the part reason of it's the an Easter thing. It takes three, three days. Three days, right? Three right. days to rise. Yeah. And uh, it's called pastiera napolitana. Uh huh. You see that? Yeah. Can you, how would you say that? Pas- you're, you're pretty good. Pastiera napolitana. There you go. Yeah, it's got a little accent on it. Eh? Exactly. Patriera Napolia. You know, my friend uh, Francesca, she speaks, she teaches Italian at the University of Tennessee. I could ask her, hey, but Francesca, how do I say Pastiera Napolitana? Yeah, that's right. I just got to literally what I had to do was think about her and how she sounds, and that's how it came out. Yeah, you have to add the, the gestures, too. A traditional Italian Easter dessert. So I have a picture to show you. Nice. It looks like... Um, a pie, a kind of a custardy pie with citrons in it. Okay. And I, she said it was a bread, but it had almost the consistency of like a, a pumpkin pie with um, the, the citrons. So it kind of looks to me a cross between a pie and a fruitcake a little bit. Okay. And I thought it was quite good, but um, she, I, I'm, uh, Jerry wasn't home. The doorbell rings, and I'm sitting there going, I don't want to answer the door. I'm just gonna, maybe I just, if I just sit here. But then I thought, oh, well. And, you know, it's probably just somebody selling cable TV. They constantly sure. are selling cable TV. I go, but it's Nancy. 
And I'll open the door, and she's right there. She's like, hey, you want to try an experiment? Like, uh, That's a weird way to yeah, express well, I it. Think she used to be, <laughs> I think she used to be a science, well, she used to be a teacher, maybe okay. a science teacher. Okay. So you want to try an experiment, and she hands me this this thing. This, yeah. She holds out this thing. Yeah. And I'm like, what is it? And she says, it's a pastiera napolitana. And she tells everything I just said about yeah. how they made it. It took three days, and the right. family was in town. And so they have this piece of it. And what I like to experiment with it and eat it. Yeah. So I'm holding it. And um, in the course of her describing all this, I'm, I'm thinking, and I, I, I couldn't hold back. I had to say this. Okay, so you by experiment, does that mean that I'll be the first one to taste it? <laughs> <laughs> you mean like you need me to do this taste test? Yeah, so do you want to make sure it's okay? It's good before I feed it to the rest of the, <laughs> the people I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then she realized you suddenly feel like you're in like a Snow White. <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks. Um, appreciate it. But it, then she said, "Oh no, 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 we've already eaten enough. We had so much that we're." She's going around the neighborhood offering it to anybody who'll take it. And I, it was it was fantastic. I loved it. That's great. So anyway, I, so nice. I, that's why I took a picture so I could show you uh, of what it looked like before I ate it because I wasn't going to wait right. and save it until right. until taping day. Yeah, uh, to do that. Um, but let's uh, take a moment and talk about um, someplace else, another friend of mine. So I've got Nancy in New York. I've got Nancy in Knoxville. And in the middle, Maureen, Maureen. of the Middleburg Barn at um, Fox Chase Farm. Let me pull up her little blurb there. But, you know, I've t- I love talking about Maureen. Maureen's Barn. And- I mean, it's a great location. It's an event location. It's got yeah. that rustic, you know, charm and elegance with the yes. Swarovski crystal chandeliers. Oh, so beautiful. And it's a beautiful location to rent out for your wedding parties or retirement parties or they really put anything. something on Facebook the other day where it just said, the barn is a blank canvas. That's great. And I think, I'll think if I can find it because it was so, uh, I'll just... You know, you can look this up yourself, or I can put a link to it in but the But when you open up all the doors, when it's really nice outside, you have this, like, beautiful... Oh, yeah, the Blue Ridge atmosphere Mountains. ...atmosphere around you. It's all yeah, good. They can, it's it's listed as a performance venue, a concert venue. Uh, think about all the things you could do there. Yeah. But here it is. Our space is a blank canvas. Oh, it's beautiful. This is okay, but what if I went like this? Oh. Okay. And there you go. You see all so these... So it shows all the different, all the different looks. Okay, ways. I guess it's so like a... I didn't realize it would talk funny. But yeah, you have the volume on, but it has. I, you know, I did. I did the thing. We, you, this is but okay. yeah, so yeah, <laughs> it's Facebook. Yeah, there. I think we decided that we don't like Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> bad Facebook. <laughs> That's probably going to give me like all these sort of like. This is okay. Yeah, um, I know. I've gotten odd ads, ads lately for yeah. uh, things I've been thinking about. Without exactly, I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can put up to four hundred people in there. Most people do, you know, about half that. But uh, it's up to you. Yeah. They've got the. Uh, ultraviolet HVAC system to purify the air. That's right. You can throw open the doors. I've seen pictures of people who have a horse come by for a wedding photo. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's great. That's good stuff. And if you just think about Middlebrook Barn, close enough to your Facebook account, you will be able to find Mm -hmm. that ad very quickly. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, themiddlebergbarn.com or 540-687-5255. And uh, ask Maureen about it. It's just outside the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, very luxurious, 40 miles west of D.C. in the Hunt country of Loudoun County, Virginia, in Middleburg. Thank you, Maureen. And thank you, the Middleburg Barn. Yeah. All right. Ding. Um, uh, well, you know what? Speaking of food. Yeah. I, uh, one of the things that James and I like to do on like Saturday morning or Sunday morning is 
like take Sasha, take Sasha, take Sasha for a walk. Okay. Someplace new. Yeah, like outside the, uh, the neighborhood. My friend Bean loved the story about how you were walking Sasha near the alligators in Florida. Right. Yeah. And they, great. thankfully, Sasha survived. Yeah, she did. So I like to take her on a walk someplace and then go get breakfast. Oh. And we really like Einstein's bagels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. So we just go through the drive-thru and then go, go home and... and oh, yeah, they bagels. have one out in Farragut. I was thinking of yeah. the one closer. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we go through the, the drive-thru like normal. It's just like our little tradition. And, but recently, they've been asking for tips well, I think Starbucks has been doing that for a while. I mean, but, but do you wait, wait, tip when at you say, the drive-through? When you say asking, do you mean like there's just a tip jar, or no. do you? I oh. mean, like I hand them my credit card to pay for the food. They're like, that'll be ten dollars or yeah, whatever it yeah, is, yeah. and I hand them the credit card, and they say, "Would you like to leave a tip?" And I'm like, "Hell no!" I mean, you can't say that. No, say, but what? and I'm most of the time, I am very polite and say, "Oh no, thank." You. But like the other day when we were driving through, I didn't mean to. I was just like, but I was in the middle of a conversation, also with James. I hand them my my card, and they say, <laughs> "You know, do you want to leave us a tip?" And I'm like, "No," <laughs> and my whole face shifted. You can't was, go back. I know. You can't was, go there again. <laughs> I was like, "What's wrong with you? Why would when, I tip you?" <laughs> Do you have any? Do you have any upcoming plans to dye your hair blonde or? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to. I mean, you yeah. can't go back. Right? Like the you, whole face. You need and, a wig. I know. It was you terrible. have a wig, right? No. And oh. so then I felt terrible, and then the girl was like, "Well." Oh no! <laughs> you know, like no. her whole body language shifted, and she was like so oh, miserable, no. giving me my food and the card. And I literally didn't mean to be that rude. But no, no, you did mean. It's normally you're able to mask it. Yes. This is the real you. <laughs> bubbling forth because we are accustomed in the society to not tip at fast food drive through walk up counters well they're getting paid more than like the regular waiter or waitress would be paid yeah you know we're exactly we're not but so. we're accustomed to tipping under certain circumstances where someone is you know, we're sitting there taking up and space they actually and time, have to do something and they have to bring stuff to us we're and not then accustomed- I tip really well yeah because we, we, in our brains, we think, no, I, I got my own food, and I carried my own food to the table, right. therefore I don't have to tip. Right. Right. But I also know that, you know, with the economy and with everything, you know, everyone's looking for a, an extra dollar. Sure, but who's getting the tip? Like, are they splitting it amongst the... I mean, I, I want to... Ha- I need answers. You like need before, before I start... Yes. Before I start tipping at Einstein's, I need to know, is the person who's taking the order getting that full tip? Is the person now, taking my credit card getting that full tip? I can't is the speak person, to... like, making the bagel? Mm-hmm. Is the manager just taking it off the top? Is it, a, like, a Mr. Floyd, Julia Floyd situation? <laughs> well, I'm going to guess that uh, if it was the employee who asked you for the tip, that they must get a piece of it. I don't know. Why would they ask if they're not getting anything out of it? Because they're told to ask. Yeah, but, I mean, they know it's a tip. They know they're expecting to see some of it. Yeah, maybe. But I can't speak to Einstein Bagel, but Einstein Simplified, when you, like tonight, for example, 8.15, Scruffy City Hall. Uh, when you tip us in the tip jar... Um, you split it. We split it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, actually, we save it till later in the year. Oh, okay. Um, because, you know, we don't get... We don't get that much on a given night. You know, it would be like, we don't have to, you'd have to get out the quarters. To <laughs> here's a dollar. Yeah, here's a dollar here's seventy-five. Or, 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 you know, three dollars, three seventy-five for each of you. That means, uh, you know. So, but, uh, so what we do is. a lot there. Yeah, that's, we just, we just save, save the money. And at the end of the year, we get it all, it all gets worked out. Okay. 
Um, but we also used it to buy lottery tickets. Or I shouldn't say we. They... <laughs> That's one of the long-standing traditions of Einstein Simplified is that somebody comes off the top of the tip jar to buy lottery tickets. Okay, we need to have a conversation with the the improv group about, you know, the value of each of your talents. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll set up a meeting. (laughs) We're going to get you paid more frequently. Good grief. Come on now. (laughs) I do it because I love it. I would would pay to be in the group. I know. Don't say that, though. But we do do it for tips. We do not get paid other than tips. 100% of our income is tips. And then these gigs, we get hired to to be the entertainment at somebody's um, wedding renewal of vows coming up in June. Right. So... They'll have to pay whatever a fee is. That's right. different. Right. But for our regular Tuesday night show, yeah, we do it and you tip us. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that the the bagel shop, it's probably a, a pooled tip situation. Yeah. That everybody shares in it. So you think I should tip them? No. <laughs> but I also think you can't go back because of the way they... Ha- You've got, there's got to be another bagel shop. You can what, did you, mean, what do you order there? I mean, just like a... You know, bacon, egg, and cheese or something. Oh, yeah, you, you know? can get that I mean, anywhere. I can make it at home. But, I mean, I don't mind going back. It's fine. <laughs> what? Just have James drive. <laughs> well, They're the tur- like, oh, it's you again. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you run the... There's a strong chance that the turnover is so high. Exactly. That it's not going to... Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, know. we remember that face, Catherine. I don't know. I don't it was know. pretty bad. All right. Well, I want to tell you a quick um, animal story, if I can. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, I saved another animal. Yay! Now, in the course of my my living here and having a pool, I've saved multiple animals from the pool. Most of, most great. die. Most of these little moles or voles or whatever they yeah. get washed into the pool and they drown. Salamanders, if you catch them fast enough, you can get them before they die. Now, salamanders, you think could swim, right? You would think. But like the frogs, the chlorine will get them. Right. So if the frog can't climb out. Um, and they usually can, uh, or the salamander doesn't climb out soon enough. And I noticed yeah. the lizards. I know the lizards would climb down the side of the wall, take a quick drink, and then but they they can get out oh, pretty easily. Good. I've never yeah. seen, never gotten a dead lizard. Yeah. Um, one time I had a box turtle, and box turtles are not turtles; they're tortoises. I'm right, they that. don't swim. All, all they're all turtles, but specifically tortoises don't swim; they sink. And it was in the pool, but somehow it managed to get into the filter and, and was able to keep his head above water long enough that I saved him. That's nice. Well, the other day, I'm doing the radio show, and I'm getting something from over there, probably water. And I look out the, the glass door, and there's a box turtle on the back deck. So I, so I took a video of it, and I was shocked. Shocked, I tell you, shocked. Shocked. How on earth does a box turtle get up on the deck? He must be a pretty strong box turtle. He's been working I mean, out. He climbed. He climbed up. You know. And that's a few steps, though. It's a minimum I mean, two yeah. steps. Yeah. I mean, you can't just. I. I can't. I don't know how he did it. I mean, we can make up a story like some big bird flew by and picked him up and, and dropped, then dropped him, on the, him on the deck. Yeah. I, I, that's really that's one of the possibilities I considered in real life. Did you? Yeah. I thought about that. Yeah. I thought about a dog. Um, although there's not, we don't have any little dogs running around the neighborhood. Right, yeah. But a dog well, could and it would have been up. in the fenced area, right? Well... It could have climbed under the fence. It certainly could have, yeah. I mean, he's on an adventure, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, uh, he's like, ooh, let's go over here. He climbs under the fence, and he's like going around. And maybe he climbed up on one of those, you know, cedar blocks or cinder blocks that you yeah. have. And, you know, he made his way over. 
I, I'm baffled. I mean, I didn't <laughs> think turtles were climbers, box turtles specifically, because I love box turtles. Me too. And ever since I was a kid, that was always an adventure for me. When I go visit my grandparents at their uh, their country house on Long Island, you know, I would always want to look for toads and turtles. That's, uh, that's yeah. all I cared about was on the hunt to find toads and turtles. Because for some reason, when you're a kid, you think that if you pick up this turtle and, and bring it back and put it in a box and feed it lettuce that somehow yeah. yeah somehow that's better for it you don't realize right. when you're a kid that's stupid i'm sure i've told you we had pet turtles that in virginia and that was the exact same way we did it you know we just saw them on the road and we're like oh we want to save this turtle yes, you know yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i've saved a few that are crossing the road but you're supposed to like put them back into a safe location where he was going and and you know put them on that side of the road rather where than he was, take them and put them in your backyard where he was pointed yeah yeah, but, yeah. so now that i'm older and of course i've taught my kids and my grandkids not to do that we just enjoy the fact that we get to see the lizard or see the turtle or see the frog and then put them back where we found them right or just leave them be the frogs literally i have to pick up out of the pool so sometimes i'll carry those into the house and go hey jerry look (laughs) that's terrible it's a dude (laughs) sometimes um if they've been in there too long their their legs get bleached from the chlorine it's not good but we don't have any poisonous toads in this area do we not that I know of. I mean, I, I, I'd be dead. I know there were some poisonous toads in Florida. Oh, I'd probably be dead by now if we had poisonous toads. Okay. Because, or I would have, yeah, either that I'm, I'm completely immune, which is unlikely. Or, or the uh, chlorine is taking away their poison. <laughs> no, I think they're fine. But I, I was ha- happy about the, the box turtle. It was just odd. And on that very same day, next door neighbor Nancy uh, sent me a text that um, there was a bat in her house. So it was like a weird wildlife day. a weird day wildlife day. That she had a bat and I had a box turtle on the same day. Uh, but she had her son who made the Italian, you know, they, they all made the Italian pastry thing together. Nice. Uh, he was able to um, look up, Google, how to eliminate a bat from the house. Okay. Why are you looking up? I'm like making sure there aren't any no, bats in here. Bats here. <laughs> I had the, the chimney capped years ago from okay. when we had bats. I would be very terrifying yeah. right now if, like, a bat started crawling out of the fireplace. <laughs> if there's any bats in there, they're long. Well, first of all, they're long dead. Secondly, I had the chimney cleaned a year or so ago, and okay. they, I was, was told that it's got it's so it was built so poorly. This I can't believe I lived in this house. Remember I told you how bad the roof was? The chimney was built so poorly that it's unsafe for fires. So oh. unless I'm going to pay to have a metal tube put up it. <laughs> So I guess. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Nancy's son looked up and saw that um, if you you way to catch a bat in the house is you get a T-shirt. Okay. And somehow you throw the T-shirt over the bat or catch the bat, and then you bundle it up and in you the ta- T-shirt, then yeah. take it to the highest point you can. So they went out on the upper balcony upstairs. They have a little back porch. Yeah. And you free the bat. Nice. From that height. And it, it left. So she sent all this, and my immediate response, within 10 seconds, I wrote back, holy bat shirt. Of course you did. Because yeah. I wanted to get a Batman and Robin joke in yeah, there Yeah, that was right good. Away. That's pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah, holy bat shirt. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I would not. I would have to run out of the house and probably call Nancy, because now she's an expert, and have her come what was the, get the bat. The last critter you had in your house? The bees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, bats eat bugs, though. So I would probably just keep the bat. Maybe eat mosquitoes. <sighs> I don't. The only, I don't know if you've ever if you ever have any interest in coming over sometime when you and your husband. If you want to sit in the pool, but if you wait late enough this time of year, um, right around dusk, as it starts to really get dark, mm. the bats will dive bomb the pool. Are you serious? Oh, it's so cool. That's crazy. It's fantastic. 
they will dive bomb the pool, and I don't know if they're eating bugs or if they're just getting a sip of water and taking That's off. That's interesting. But I will sit there in the pool, and I will try to get as still as, well, you don't have to, not that hard, right. to get as still as possible so the water is still. Yeah. And they know somehow with their sonar um, what that is. Yeah. And they come down, and they just skim the top wow. of it. Well, they're silent. Watch? It's completely silent. That's so Not cool. Not a sound. I think that would have been cool, really, to watch during like the lunar eclipse or something like that. Well, the bats do it when they're hungry. They don't. They don't wait. Yet. Well, you, they should have like choreographed it. I mean, come on, like with like a full moon. No, you're right. You're right. Because I, the moon has been the lunar eclipse. I had to set an alarm. Did you for eleven thirty p.m. and get, and come crawling back out of bed mm-hmm. to go outside and look at the lunar eclipse with binoculars? But at least I did. And then I texted you to make sure because I knew you'd be awake. Right. And you saw it, right? I did, yeah. So when I was driving home after rehearsal, like after 10, it was still like the full moon, yeah. no eclipse. And then we went out to uh, take Sasha out for a midnight stroll around 11, 15 or so. And it had started. So yeah. I, I watched the whole thing. Nice. Yeah. Eleven. It went into totality, I think, at 11.29 and stayed at 12, 11 a.m. was peak. Yeah, we have a, a, a deck on um, our roof next to our master bedroom so we were sitting out there we yeah like nancy view. has when she's yeah. letting her bats out yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's where i would let my bats out too if yeah, i had yeah. bats yeah yeah you gotta always release your bats mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, i i have to, i can't resist i have to out the local newspaper because they had an article about the eclipse okay and they had the times wrong everything was off by an hour was it so, before the eclipse or the this is the, the day, day after the, the day before the day before is telling yeah. you telling you how to watch the eclipse so i click on the story mm-hmm. and they had said, they wrote Eastern Time in there, but I guarantee you that this... They were wrong. They copied and pasted this story from the Nashville paper. Because they, they have, that's what they do nowadays. That The Nashville, Memphis, and Knoxville newspapers are all under the same umbrella. And it's called like the Tennessee Network or something mm-hmm. like this. And I guarantee you that all they, whoever wrote the story for the Nashville paper... Um, wrote it for Memphis and Nashville, but and that know, person in Knoxville was supposed to change the times, yeah. and all they did was change it from the C T to E T. But they right. didn't, was, everything was off by an hour. Everything was, was but so you know, mad. I did, did you see, see it, it also. I, I didn't see that article, but on the Weather Channel, they had it listed wrong. And for Central Time or for they had it listed as happening at like twelve. Um, 12, 11 a.m. is when it was peak for yeah, Eastern, Eastern Time. Yeah, Eastern Time. And that's what the Weather Channel was was forecasting, too. So I don't know if it just happened that's, Well, that earlier. would have been correct. 12, 11 was correct. It started, oh, okay. it, it was, the eclipse lasted an hour and a half. Right. So it started at 11.29 and it went until like 1.54, 1, uh, 12.54 or something like that, with peak being at 12.11. Okay. So yeah, that, so that would have been correct. Okay. But, but the news, our local newspaper had it all as... Starting at ten twenty nine and peaking at eleven eleven, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was so because I'm trying to say this on the radio. Right. I'm looking it up so I can say it on the radio, right. and not sound like an idiot. And I'm thinking, I can't say yeah. that. That's wrong. I know it was, it's wrong. It was cool though. I'd never seen one. Oh really? Yeah. Did you see the solar eclipse a few years ago? I was in England when that happened. Uh-huh. Yeah, James saw it though. It's, it was amazing. Yeah, it's it was obsessed. so amazing that um, I would like to make plans to go see the next one. Yeah, which is in 2024. Yeah. Where is it going to be? Uh, from Texas. I thought so, yeah. It's going to go from Texas all the way up through, um, well, actually it goes through Cleveland and Cincinnati, Cincinnati and Cleveland. It goes barely through Kentucky. That's good. And ends up, it goes through Niagara Falls. Yeah. We can just yeah. go visit my family. I suppose. We can do a show down there, yeah. 2024? Yeah, I think so. That's coming It's going up. to be right around Artie's 10th birthday. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's nice. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. All right, hey, that's enough show. Um, if you'd like to uh, listen to more stuff. You can find us at Audio... 
audibletrial.com backslash Frank and Friends show. <laughs> that is our code. And when you sign up for a 30-day trial of Audible through that, you're supporting the Frank and Friends show. You get all of the benefits of a full membership during the 30-day trial, including the monthly credit for a download. So be sure to take advantage of that. Download something on MP3 that you can keep forever. And you'll want to stick around and stream podcasts and original audio entertainment and mostly you know the thousands upon thousands of audiobooks that they have. Absolutely. And you can listen to them on all your different things. I was actually um, footsing with the uh, the Amazon Alexa app on my phone, and it reminded me that oh, here's your Audible books if you want to listen to those. Nice. I was looking for I was looking for Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, okay. I was looking for. Great. That's great. But, um, yeah, put said, a bookmark in and yeah. listen to it all across your platform. You know, every single device that you have. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's pretty cool, and uh, you can check it out uh, with no obligation. But they'll, um, you know, at the end of the thirty days, you got to decide: am I going to keep it or not? We hope you do. Right. Um, Another way you can support us is going yes. to our website, frankandfriendshow.com backslash store, and purchase some merchandise, like yeah. this lovely towel that was just thrown at me. <laughs> Frank and Friend Show towel. Well, it's time, at the end of the episode, Catherine, I like to throw in the towel. <laughs> I guess we've got to. You see? That's, that's what I did there. I, yeah, that's I, good. I threw in the that's towel. Good. That's good. All right. And I'll show you the... Uh, Oh, the hoodie too. So I have it right here. These are nice. They're they're hot, but they'll certainly keep you warm on a on a if you get on a cool. Well, they'll keep you hot on a cool day. <laughs> on, a, on a cold summer night. Not that there's that many around yeah. here. I like I love the weather around here, even when it gets to be ninety degrees. I don't care. I just I love it. Yeah. But um, you know the rain cooled everything off, so uh, now you might need a hoodie. That's true. There you go. That's true. Okay. Uh, thanks for watching, liking, sharing, subscribing. Thanks for supporting that button. to get notifications. And um, make sure you check out all of our next episodes. You know, we just had the uh, Andy's Custard episode, which is a YouTube only. Uh, and the next one, I guess the next one will be probably Klaus. And uh, he's not on the show, but we, we talked to Klaus at the Moonshine Mountain Coaster. Nice. Did you know who the parent corporation of that is? No. TN Shine Company. Oh, that's right. I didn't of realize. Course. I didn't of know course. that they had bought the the coaster. That's so why T- they have that discount. T and Shine Company bought a mountain coaster, hired the best guy, Klaus. Right. Who's, what is he, Austrian or German? But he's he's yes. really mountain coastery. He knows all that Alpine. He talks about Alpine, Alpine, Alpine. Yeah, he's like extremely knowledgeable. So, and that's kind of, yeah. that'll be uh, probably 10 days or so from now when we get that one going. Yeah, make sure to check out Marble City Opera's website for those tickets for the Copper oh, Queen, yeah. which Sorry. is right. June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Went yeah. back and forth on all that. Yeah, anyway, all right. that's that's all good. <laughs> um, this is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you again next time.